This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get into a little NFL Ravens. Let's welcome board Quadri Ismail, a 10-year NFL vet, NFL analyst, uh, has joined us before. Good morning, Quadri. It's Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Taz, Moose, hook your boy up. Just drop <laughs> the letter U in the name and just think of it as a C-O-D and it's Kadri. Kadri is well. That's it. Out. Sorry about that, Kadri. Yes, the, the missile. Kadri, I should have bad job by me. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, hey, Kadri, it's great to see Syracuse back in the top 25, is it not? I tell you what, Dino has done an amazing job of just really revitalizing a program that some thought was left for dead. I think um, – you know, with the way he's brought in, you know, just the talented uh, new recruits and his offense is a high-powered offense. I think it works for the ACC, and I'm excited for them. So, so let me ask you, if we segue uh, into the NFL chatter, man, like preseason, Moose and I were talking earlier about it, you know, and, um, you know, the importance of it. You know, so you as a player, your, your experience, expertise, what was it like for you? Uh, how was preseason? Like, if you had to put it in a nutshell, what's your thoughts on it? So if I look at maybe my first two years, I thought it was critically important because, you know, there were things that I just didn't know as a, a player that helped me prepare myself for the regular season. Um, but when it came to, you know, my time in the league, it's like, all right, well, I really don't need the preseason to prepare me. I, I kind of know what to expect. I understand the intensity that is about to come forth when it is the regular season and we're, you know, about to win games and things count for real. So, you know, I think ultimately if, it, if you're trying to develop guys, that's one thing. But if you're, you know, a veteran leading team, you know, really preseason, yeah, you know, there's, there's not really much you're going to get out of it. Um, do you think it's – so then how do you judge performance here, Kadri? Um, you know, where, you know, we look at Garoppolo, he looked terrible last night. Daniel Jones for the Giants has looked good. Uh, you know, the, the Cardinals offense has not looked great. You know, NFL fans, as we all react or overreact to what we witness and see, you know, how should NFL fans react to what you see in preseason action? Yeah, I, I think um, the, the the elephant in the room is this. You're so used to high-quality play when it is the final roster. I mean, you know, you you got starters for a reason. These guys are, you know, top-level players, you know, across the board, whoever it might be. And And so that being said, you know, when you have preseason, you, you got to realize, you know, coaches aren't necessarily game planning per se to go up against a team. They're just trying to install, install, install. So, you know, an offensive uh, coach is going to just install some some plays, but then and it gets into the game itself. You're you're seeing a vanilla looking defense. You're not really seeing a a defense that is, you know, going to surprise the heck out of a, an offense with you know, some amazing, you know, defensive call or an offensive formation that because they're trying to keep everything close to the vest. Mm. Yet at the same time, they just want to see individual players and how they can react under pressure. Right, right. And yep. I think it, it's frustrating <clears throat> for the fan base when they're, they, they want to, number one, see their star players 
And then number two, they, they want to see some really good football, and you're, you're just not going to see that in preseason. Right, right, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, so Ravens, right, biggest storyline for you, for, for in your opinion, about the Ravens outside of Lamar Jackson heading into this season, what, what would you say it would be? Yeah, I, I think how is the defense going to be? Mm. Um, last year it was the number one rated defense. A lot of you know big-time name stars are no longer on the team and Suggs, Weddle and company. Um, you know, you bring in an Earl Thomas and, you know, you got guys like Tony Jefferson making his, you know, second year debut. And, you know, how's it going to be? How, how is this team looking? Um, you know, they, I think are fast. I think that they, you know, have the ability to, to still be one of the, the, the top rated defenses in the league. But, um, you know, again, until you actually lace it up, we can talk all day. It looks good on paper, but what is it really going to be when it comes down to it? And I think that's something that is, uh, you know, as much as people want to look at Lamar, I think this team is, is predicated on its defensive play. It is. It, it certainly is. And now they lose some guys, uh, you know, in that linebacking core. And Mosley, who's now a Jet, and obviously, uh, you know, the the future Hall of Famer in, in Terrell Suggs as well. With, with Lamar Jackson, as everyone focuses in on the most important position here, you know, how important is it for him to prove that he could be a consistent thrower of the football here at Quadri? I think it's highly important. I think it's, it's you know, priority number one. Um, we saw last year when they played against the Chargers in the playoffs that people are going to make adjustments. People are going to force you out of your comfort zone. And for him, they forced him out of his comfort zone. He wasn't able to run the ball. Um, you know, they, they looked, you know, just like a, a, a JV football team. But with that said, I think going into camp and how they look this year, um, Lamar has had a great camp. Um, you know, he has had more, way more ups than he has had downs. Uh, he's been decisive where he, where he wanted to go with the football. I think he's uh, shown a, a great deal of, of rhythm as far as his intermediate passing. Uh, he's made great decisions as far as his red zone uh, play. I know that um, they're going against the Eagles and joint practices again for the second time uh, today. Um, you know, uh, last week or two weeks ago, they went up against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, and you know he he just looks like a different quarterback. I think he's a lot more comfortable, um, and so now it, let's see how it translates over into the regular season. And and you know, as you know from your expertise, I mean, and and it sounds like Lamar's confidence is great, which is awesome. But as you know, I, all these teams now, all these DCs, all these defense coordinators, they all have a, a good amount of footage on him tape on him so talk about that for a player like to make that adjustment does that come from the player within or is it more like his quarterback coach or the offensive coordinator like if you could bring it behind the scenes bring us behind the scenes like how do you think they're gonna deal with the Ravens with Lamar make the you know make those adjustments because all these defenses now have a a plethora of footage on them yeah so the the one thing you know you do in the offseason you you just pretty much self-scout and say all right here's what we did and here's what we didn't do and what we didn't do, teams are going to continue to go against us. How do we combat against that? And I think for Lamar, um, it was about getting guys around him that are playmakers. Um, and that's where, you know, you look at like a Mark Ingram who, wow. And he, I think he maybe touched the ball a handful of times um, against the pack. And you can see what makes him such a special back and, and the way he was able to just get through the, through the line. Justice Hill got a chance to get in. And, you know, the young rookie uh, running back, you, you could see him, you know, the light turning off of him as far as his speed is concerned. Um, you know, Gus Edwards is a, just a downhill monster. Why am I saying all the running backs? It's because if you have good, strong running backs, 
it really doesn't matter what Lamar does because now you got to stop the running backs. But then you you go ahead and you look at Marquise Brown, you look at um, you know some of the other guys as far as uh, Willie Sneed, uh, Chris Moore. You know you look at the two tight ends and Hurst and Andrews. You know if you surround Lamar with talent, I don't really believe a defensive coordinator is just going to focus on Lamar thinking that he's going to do it all. It's about him spreading the ball around to different guys and. That's what makes this defense, or I should say this offense, uh, so dangerous to an, uh, an opposing team's defense because it's no longer just about Lamar running the football. you got so many other guys that you have to worry about. Kadri, final one for you. Um, when you look at this division, uh, are, are you think this division is absolutely wide open between the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns? <laughs> I love the AFC North. I mean, every year, you know, we, we always talk about it, and it it really does. It comes down to the Steelers and, and the Ravens. I think at the time uh, you, you'll see the Bengals kind of, you know, uh, get in the mix and, and, and do some different things. I think uh, the, the Browns are the flavor of the month. They haven't really done anything, so I, I really don't want to, you know, just throw my hat in the ring and say, oh, wow, you know, just because of – what they look like on paper, I, I get it that, you know, you got a, a very uh, super competitive uh, quarterback. I get it that you have a ton of talent, but, you know, organizationally, you know, you, you, you're, you're a losing franchise. And so I think that that says something. You're going to have to figure out when it's the fourth quarter how to pull off and win games, how to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, how to uh, handle the, the adversity when, you know, you're, you're not playing as well against, against Baltimore and Justin Tucker is lining up for a 50-yard field goal to win the game. Now, how are you going to handle that? Are you going to just say, you know, well, that's us, or are you going to try to rattle off a couple of wins in a row? Um, so it, it remains to be seen. I don't, I don't want to just anoint the Browns yet just because they look good on paper. Final one for you, Kadri. Who is faster at their peak, you or your brother? <laughs> if I could really – I would, let me, let me, let me. It's you. We got 10 seconds here. It was you, right, seconds. And, and I'm going to tell you, you're, you're wasting the time of it all because <laughs> literally from a zero to 10 standpoint, my brother arguably could be anyone you put him up against. And so you just, you know, there's speed and there then there's go. this next level. Oh, Kadri. Zero to 10. Thank you. Buddy. appreciate it. CBS right, Sports Take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.